Spotify. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cuba. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. Today, my friends, is TV Tuesday, combining the best of TVs and Tuesdays. Why am I doing my Radio Man impression? I do not know. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers, folks, please. I say what I want, when I want, how I want, why I want, who I want, not where I want, because I'm driving to and from work, so I don't really have a choice of the where's. But everything else pretty much choice-filled, so... Please consider that a warning that things will get spoiled because it's easier for me to not have to censor myself. And, sort of with that in mind, I enjoy podcasts where they do not try to do so either. I find it's much more freeing, and freedom is a good thing. Another thing I like to say at the top of every show is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No. Oh boy. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment in iTunes, as that is what helps others find the podcast. That will, of course, take us into our last piece of podcast-related business on this TV of Tuesdays. And that is today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is the Montgomery Burns Assisted Living Facility for the Criminally Insane. Once again, today's sponsor is the Montgomery Burns Assisted Living Facility for the Criminally Insane. Thank you to them. Very much appreciated. Nice to get paid. Yeah. <clears throat> Today I have one show and one show only. However, within said show, I have brought back four episodes as I am wont to do. This is a show that is a Netflix, a Netflix original program, which seems to be more and more of a thing lately, which I think, I do believe, so far evidence has proven to me that it is a very, very good thing. Uh, I am, of course, if you read the description, no, I am talking about the television show Derek. Uh, just right there, kind of interesting. Television show? I suppose. Likely? Question mark? You are watching this program on your television screen. However, the possibility exists that, no, you're watching it on your laptop, maybe watching it on your phone, uh, on the bus on your way to work many, many ways in which you can watch a Netflix show. So, do we still call it a TV show? Yeah, sure. Why not? This one, I think, at least from my point of view, kind of came out of nowhere. Never really heard much about it, didn't know it was in the works at all. And then, suddenly, it was like over the course of the weekend, uh, when I do my sort of hot internet day viewings of a shit ton of things on YouTube, it seemed that every single commercial I saw was for this. Did I say the name already? I can't remember. Uh, bad with names, including apparently the names 
of titles of TV shows when they are names, and this one is Derek, starring Mr. Ricky Gervais. Not only starring, but uh, written and directed by, so, you know, pretty cool. A busy, busy man, Mr. Gervais, and also a very, very, gonna go ahead and throw in an extra very funny dude. May have had a slight, very slight seizure on that one. That's okay, moving on. The show must go onwards. Uh, you know what, I, if I was at all sort of good at podcasting, <laughs> but I am not, and I have never said that I am, I would perhaps have looked to see if Mr. Stephen Merchant, quite often writing pal with Ricky Gervais, was involved with this project. I wouldn't be surprised with he if he was, but uh, I cannot confirm nor defy, nor um, defy that. But deny that. Yeah, that's that's a word that I wanted to say, yet did not for some reason because of brain things. Oh boy, we are derailing like a motherfucker on this one. Again, probably should edit a lot of that. I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. I like when I'm listening to a podcast and the uh, host of said podcast fucks shit up and then makes fun of himself. To me, it is amusing. <laughs> Whereas just editing it out would be not amusing. Or, if you prefer, unamusing. Derek is... Um, <laughs> you describe the character of Derek. Played by Ricky Gervais. Uh, titular character. Has... Oh, wait, no, I, I did beforehand think of the perfect way to describe him, and this may only make sense if you're a fan of the Adam Carolla podcast, <laughs> and that is to say that Derek has a dusting of retardation. Not full, fully, full flightly, um, a full flightliness of it, no, just a dusting, just a dusting, and it's never sort of said outright that this is the fact, but it is the fact. Come on, people. Along with him is sometimes companion on on other television shows, a Mr. Carl Pilkington. Carl Pilkington, who is not an actor. And on the one hand, does a fucking amazing job in this show, I will say. Uh, on the other hand, the character that he plays on the show is, for the most part, um, the exact personality of him in real life. If you know him from the television show, uh, television show, Idiot Abroad, an Idiot Abroad, it's that guy. Uh, like, down to the point where the missus, who I have been watching this with, even sort of has the theory that great quantities of the show is not scripted and it's sort of all improv, which uh, I could see that being a possibility in some of the scenes, but I don't think all of them. Uh, I think many, like myself, will go into this show thinking it will be, uh, because it's Ricky Gervais, 100% laughs, 100% of the time, but, uh, no. <laughs> you're in, if that's your thought, you're in for a sort of very rude awakening, because it is, I believe, perhaps even actually billed as a dramedy, so heavy on the drama, interspersed with the comedy, and I think there is definitely some serious potential here for 
Emmy, Oscar, whatever award things on Netflix are able to get. I don't know. He just does such an amazing sort of my mind has been blown job with this character, with this show, that uh, I would not be surprised that it definitely gets some nominations in its future. That is a Liberal Cube prediction. So uh, let's see. The Misses, who I have mentioned I am watching this with, uh, was a little reluctant, I think, to hop on board, but she, and if you know anything about her broken goddamn scale, gives this show a 5 out of 5. She is in love with it. I have not seen her like a show so much. She normally doesn't like the sad things either, so uh, I'm happy for that, because I, as well, you know what? I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5. So I think, ooh, you know what? In a liberal cube first, we are both giving a movie or television show a 5 out of 5. We've never done that before. We may have, in the past, agreed on ratings of things, but never, ever has it been a 5 out of 5. Because, as far as I know, so far, in everything we've ever watched together that I have asked her what she would give it out of 5, the only two things she has said 5 out of 5 for are this, Derek, and uh, Rush Hour, <laughs> the movie Rush Hour, which, you know... <laughs> See, that's how you know your scale is broken. If this and Rush Hour are both getting 5 out of 5, goddamn ridiculous. Okay, so uh, what I should do at this point is move in to the episodes and talk a little bit about those. That would be smart, because that is what I plan to do, and it's good to go with the plan, because I'm the man with the plan, which people say, although it doesn't rhyme, but it feels like it almost rhymes, which is something. It's something. It's filmed sort of a la The Office a little bit, Actually, very much, now that I think about it, as a uh, kind of documentary where a film crew has come into this retirement home, which is where it takes place. Uh, the show takes place in a old-age retirement home. And out of the office, a film crew is filming the workers and doing little side uh, interviews. And, yeah, I don't know why I didn't put two and two together, but Ricky Gervais, creator of The Office, the British version, which was the first version. Uh, yeah, I guess it makes sense that this show is taking heavily from that show that was so successful, just as far as uh, sort of the way in which it is filmed. So Ricky plays Derek, who works in the retirement home. He's a paid volunteer, I think is a way you can look at him. Yeah. Carl Pilkington, who plays the custodian. Carl Pilkington who, whenever you've seen him, I'm sure you have seen him with a sort of shaved head, but he is balding. In this, uh, I believe it is uh, makeup, but they have let the sides of his hair grow out to a, uh, I'm going to go ridiculous length. So <laughs> that with uh, put on some pedophile glasses. For some reason, over in jolly old England, they don't say pedophile, they say pedophile. I wonder why that is. Yeah. Interesting. He plays the custodian of this old age home, the fixer of things, jack of all trades, master of some of them in this first episode, or the pilot episode. A handful of things, including Ricky falls in a pond, or rather Derek, should perhaps say his name as it appears in the, in the, in the show. <laughs> he falls in a pond because he's looking at a frog. Big fan of frogs and ponds and tadpoles and things of that nature. Nature. 
things of that nature, nature, for example. <laughs> so, uh, the lady he works with, who's sort of, he loves her on many different levels as a friend, a little romantically peeping in there, as a sister, as a mother, as a caretaker of him to some degree. The main girl of this TV show, Hannah is her name. Uh, I didn't write down the actress's name, but that is because I am cursed with not remembering to do that, or remembering people's names. She says, oh, you got to take your clothes off or you'll catch your death of cold, hypothermia. <laughs> Rather than, you know, wait to get indoors, he strips to the birthday suit right there and then, runs through the old age home <laughs> naked in front of all the elderly folk. You know, that's the kind of comedy highlight that you're dealing with. In this same episode, one of the residents dies. Yes, uh, not only one of the residents, but Derek's favorite resident, uh, a resident who would sort of treat him as a son, give him pats on the head, tell him he was doing a good job. He had known her for many years. They were incredibly close, and he, reasonably so, along with Hannah, uh, the other folks who live there, folks who work there, all took it very, very hard. And that's where I think this show is going to do amazingly well, just in general with critics and fans alike, is because you have moments of comedy with sudden veering into moments of super depressing and sad drama. Uh, you may, I think the possibility exists that people think that's not a good idea to do, but I think it is an amazing ideal to do. Because if you do just one or just the other, I don't think it's realistic. I think it is more like life to do it thusly. That got a little deep there, which, you know, sometimes we do. Hey, life. Deepness. Next episode, some counselors, which are basically sort of bureaucrats from the city, come in and they want to shut it down. Yeah, they want to shut it down as Gordon Ramsay would say. So obviously this is very upsetting to the residents and Derek, who takes everything very, very personally as part of his dusting, let's say. So they decide they're going to save it through petitions and uh, bake sales and uh, garage sales, although they call them something else over there. Not garage sales. Oh, I didn't write it down. It's like TIFF sales? No. Junk sales? No. Tell you what, in an effort to get a little audience participation, I know probably thousands of people over in Jolly Old England are listening to this as I speak these words. So, you could tweet at me, Jordan underscore Maywood, what they call a garage sale over there, because I know it is not garage sale. Well, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, audience participation completed. There is a dude named Kevin who sort of hangs out with Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkington in this show. He's a bit of a layabout, um, a drunkard, a probably overall overriding character definition would be horny to a sickening degree. There's a scene in this one where the counselors go into the room of one of the residents and he is naked in one of their beds. Why? Just having a nap. Had a few too many, thought he'd have a nap, then can't have a nap with your clothes on, right? Mm-hmm. 
another example of his ridiculousness is that uh, at one point he uh, is helping with the signing up of people on the petition and basically uses it as a opportunity to just hit on uh, the girls. Yes, that episode ended very well in that Carl Pilkington sort of lost it, lost his shit on these council people and their thoughts of closing down this home. Uh, and the reason I like that is because he was kind of sad, a bit of a sad sack. And this was a moment where he let his anger show and let the fact that he cares about what happens to all these people sort of burst forth. And it was a very moving speech that he gave. All the rev residents clapped. It gave sort of an extra side to his personality. He's not just a sad lonely, depressing individual. No, he cares about these people, and he's actually sort of real. So again, mixing the comedies and the dramas, making it very, very more believable, just as an actual, real something existing in this world that could happen. I have, I kind of thought this might happen, that uh, I don't have enough time to um, get through all of these. So, you know, it happens, and so does shit. Maybe I'll just run down quickly the remaining two, because I'm almost at home, and I wanted to get this done in one drive. Uh, episode 3, a teen is forced to do community service at this place. She starts out by hating it, you know, as you do, and uh, eventually gets to like it, gets to love the people, and that's a big part of this, um, community, I think, that it's the people that you're working with day in and day out, and that you're doing good. So uh, it kind of pulls her in, tugs on the old heartstrings a little bit, and I like it. My sister actually works in a place, well, exactly like this, an old folks home, as we call them over here in Canada. And uh, the missus, the missus said that she would love to have this job. And I think that the parts that we see of interacting with the elderly and it's all smiles and, sh and stuff like that, yeah, that's great. But then there's the changing of diapers and the getting attached to these people and then them dying that I don't think would be so good. I, I don't think I would have it in me to be able to do this job. And I think it's only a certain type that does have that within them. Uh, yeah. Also in that episode, it was Derek's 50th birthday. The episode ended where basically he was going through the party with a giant slice of cake in one hand and a beer in the other. Uh, unfortunately, not too used to the booze. In fact, I'm not sure had ever been drunk, so it uh, didn't set too well with the old Tum Tum and ended up vomiting copiously. Ah, uh -huh. well, you know what? I'm at home, so that's going to be where this episode ends with me talking of eating cake and drinking booze and vomiting. Oh man, really? Really, Jordan? You couldn't you couldn't have planned it out better than that? No. No, I could not. Folks, it's been fun. Uh, I hopefully, maybe, possibly, we'll see. We'll bring back more episodes of Derek because I enjoyed talking about it. And I hope, potentially, you enjoyed listening to it. That will leave one final thing to say, which is, of course, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If
If for any reason you would like to contact us you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live long and prosper